Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the special bonus section of the Flawless Natural DVD. By now, hopefully, you've gone through the five DVDs of love, including the Flawless Attitude, the Flawless Method, and the Flawless Ecosystem. Thank you so much for buying this product, guys. You know it means a lot to me. And more importantly, I put this out because I know that you're going to run out and get massive success with this stuff. I just know it because I've been training these guys live in field for so long now and to come back and smash it with this flawless system is amazing so make sure you you stay in touch especially on things like rsd nation and stuff like that post up your success stories i want to hear it all right guys so included in this is some bonus little questions and material that i really want you guys to hear so um you know there's a lot of questions surrounding this stuff as usual and uh, I'm sure there'll be more popping up in the future as guys are running around and applying it. But here's a bit of a Q&A session that I really wanted you guys to hear as a bonus. So enjoy it and cheers to your success. So let's jump into the first question. First question is, but how do you escalate, Tim? I want you to demonstrate how you slow down and focus on the girl. Do you increase your sexual intent when you do that? Or do you mix the woo while you do that? Or do you think, let's see how far it goes and go full sexual on her? Now, this question relates to a couple of the core parts to the flawless natural method. Let me quickly cover them. The first part, woo, okay? Woo is the little name I have for the state that you have inside, the internal state, the optimum internal state for pickup. And I have two ways you can do that. First way is the physical. Second way is the mental Now, woo is an interesting thing. It says that how you feel inside your body will dictate everything that happens with the girl. Absolutely everything. How you feel inside is going to basically dictate everything. So this whole woo is designed to, you know, get your body in that optimum type state where you can just jump in and and feel awesome. So we cover that. But this whole sexual intent thing, the second component, Okay, there's woo and there's intent. This whole sexual intent thing is about having core masculine sexual intent for a woman. Like when you see her, it's fueled by two things. Okay, The first thing is manly purpose. Like, damn, I want that. And that's kind of what this question relates to. The second thing okay, is pure enjoyment and love for girls. Okay, so intent components are number one, purpose, and number two, core enjoyment. Like when you see a girl, you're just like, damn, like this is great and letting yourself be fueled by that. Okay, so let's delve a little bit into this core manly sexual intent. Okay, as I said, there's two components and this kind of answers the question of what do you do? Do you increase sexualness? when you're slowing down and really focusing on a girl. Okay, let's cover the first component of that core manly sexual intent. That is purpose, okay? Now, every guy who steps up to a girl, every single guy, must have some sort of purpose behind it, okay? Let me ask you a question. What motivates you? No, really. What motivates you? Like, for me, when I see a girl, I'm just like, damn, look at this chick, like, if she's got, like, a great energy, or, like, 
just purely even physical. Like, look at that ass. Like, look at that, you know, rack in front of me. Look at that face. This is beautiful. I've got to go get this. That's what my purpose is. My purpose is to go up and, you know, just enjoy the girl and hopefully lead it to some sort of end point. Okay, whether it's I get her number or I take her home that night or whatever it is, or just to see if she's cool enough to roll with me. What is your purpose? Now, here are some dangerous purposes to get into. Number one purpose can be something like, oh, I just want uh, really good skills at dating and attracting women. That's a great little sub purpose, but you know, it's not going to really fuel your actual approach. I want good skills with women. The guys that come in and when I see them say, I want good skills with women, they have a really hard time getting really sexual with a girl, okay? Because in their mind, they're like, oh, am I doing this thing right? Am I doing this thing right? Um, uh, what's my purpose here again? Poof! And they normally, uh, they normally run back to me like, oh, Tim, that went really bad. Like, damn, dude, what is your motivation? I know I'm pretty fun to hang out with, but look at this. There's honeys everywhere. Let's go get on it. So uh, when I look at my purpose, mine's just like pure core love for women. Okay, pure core purpose. Now, going full sexual. Back to the question. Going full sexual. It reminds me of a bit of a story, actually. This happened this weekend. I had this really cool little Irish guy on, uh, on boot camp with me this weekend. And uh, he was talking to a girl, and she absolutely loved him. She was all up on him, and she's like, yay, you know, let's, uh, let's hook up, basically. Anyway, anyway, at one point, I see him uh, turn to me, and with this look on his face like, uh, what do I do next? What he was doing, he was looking for, like, the next tactic or the next, like, tip or technique from me in order to give him permission or purpose to escalate. In his mind, he's not thinking, yes, I want to get this chick, boom, and leading it to the end zone. In his mind, he's thinking, like, oh, I've never done this before, so... Um, I need the next bit. Tim, where's the next bit? Uh, meanwhile, the girl's sitting there thinking, um, I just want him to kiss me. So what do I do? <laughs> of course, as an instructor, I walk up, I grab the back of his head, not hard, I just grab the back of his head and basically throw his lips onto her lips. Boom, make out. Purpose was there. He ended up pulling her at the end of the night. Okay, it sort of realigned him. It realigned him to remember what this is truly about. So here's a little tip for you guys that are listening. Okay, when you're thinking about going full sexual on her, on a girl, like getting right up, like right up, and you know, really sexual on a girl. Here's a little tip. Instead of thinking, "Oh, what do I do next?" and uh, like stressing and going inside your head to find um, tactic number 89. Instead of thinking, what do I do next? Think, what do I want? Okay? Think about this. When you're talking to a girl and you're thinking, oh, everything's going all right. What do I do next? Okay? Stop. That's the wrong question you ask yourself. You should be asking yourself, what do I want next? Okay? Normally, the answer will come to you. Oh, I want to make out with her. Boom. You'll try for it. Okay? It needs to just be in your head. Okay? You need to have that, what do I want next? Okay? 
So all this, as I say, relates back to that intent. Intent component number one, purpose. What do I want? I want you to write down 10 reasons why you want super hot fly honeys in your life. 10 reasons, okay? Because that will fuel you. That will let your brain divert to the purpose. All right, cool stuff. All right, so question number two here. What do you suggest to do to improve the intent mental muscle? All right, I love this little question here. Seems we're on the topic of intent. What do I do to improve my intent mental muscle? All right, so check this out. What I've noticed is a lot of guys have the woo component down. They're fun, they're jumping around, they're getting that good state inside their body. Now, this is covered extensively in the uh, Flawless Natural. However, I'll just go over a couple of ways to improve the other side of the equation, that intent mental muscle. All right, so the first way that I suggest is change the way you view women and picking up women in general. Let's bring it back to the core, okay? Deep down inside, when we see like an absolute super hot turbo little honey, whether it be in the club or whether it be down the street or wherever, when we see that girl, something ticks inside of us. Deep down inside of us, we're like, yes, you know, I want this. And I'm always repeating this because that's exactly the process that every guy goes under. Like, yes, I want this. Now, what happens next is extremely important, right? Your body gives you that. Your body says, yes, get that. Get that, Tim. That's, that is for you. <laughs> That's what your body says. Then what happens is the mind kicks in. The mind says, what do I do about the friends? Uh, what do I do about the other guys that are with her? What if people see me approach the girl? Um, will there be obstacles to her, etc., etc.? This is the mind kicks in and gives you all these other excuses and reasons not to do it. So let's go back a bit. Change the way you view this whole women and pick up and dating process, okay? When you see that girl and you get that fire inside, that fury, that, yes, I want this. When you get that little fire, okay, instead of viewing people in the, like, in the group that she's in or anything else as obstacles, think of the other people, the friends, etc., as cheerleaders to your success with her. This was a big thing I noticed with one student called Mike that I had on boot camp a couple of weeks ago. As soon as I'd point to a girl and say, all right, let's go talk to her. He's like, oh, but the friends, oh, they'll, they'll destroy it. And I'm like, what? And then I went, oh, he views the friends as obstacles, whereas I view the friends as cheerleaders. So when I jumped in, I was like, hey, what's up? Oh, I just thought you were cute. I had to meet you. And she's like, oh, hey. And the friends hear me say this. And I turn to the friends. And I'm like, hello, friends, and they're all like, oh, hello, oh, yeah, you can go for her. They turn into cheerleaders. All my body language, everything, all my subcommunications agree with this. Every fiber of my being basically believes that they're going to cheer on my success. Now, when you think the other way, when you think it's going to be like obstacle times, oh, I'm going to have to deal with obstacles and drama and things, You know, when you're viewing them as obstacles, guess what? The obstacles will appear, okay? Because every fiber of your being will be showing, like, you know, subtle subcommunications 
that you're going to be dealing with obstacles, right? So when you jump in and you're viewing them as cheerleaders, guess what they'll turn into? Cheerleaders. But when you jump in and view things as like obstacles and amogs and other dudes that are going to destroy, guess what's going to happen? They're going to destroy. So start viewing them as cheerleaders. Now, another little note to improve the intent mental muscle. I view my mind as having its own little set of mental cheerleaders in it. Think about three hot, super banging cheerleaders standing in a row. Alright, you got that? These three cheerleaders are now known as your personal cheer group. (laughs) Your personal cheer group. So every decision you need to make, everything you need to do, picture these cheerleaders just cheering your ass on like, woo, yeah, go, blah, blah, blah. It sounds, it sounds a little hokey, but I know people who implement this and it works so effectively. Like for myself, if I'm in the club and I'm feeling really chode and I look over at the girl and I'm like, yes, I want to get that. I immediately start to picture my three little mental cheerleaders saying, go, Tim, yeah, why not? Go, we'll cheer you on, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of a funny little uh, mental image. Instead of having like, oh, there's dooms that's going to happen. I've got these three little cute cheerleaders. They're all, uh, they're all blondes, by the way. I've got, <laughs> I've got a little thing for blondes, I don't know. But um, <laughs> So I picture my little mental cheerleaders just cheering me on. Ha! <laughs> All right, so that's a little good way to improve the intent mental muscle. Um, Just quickly, another little way is when you view a girl, do not judge her. Do not think, oh, she's going to be a bitch or, oh, she's going to be this or she's going to be that or I'm going to have to do this or I'm going to have to do that. You never know until you go up and talk to her, right? So when when you see a girl, don't even attach meaning to her. Don't even be like, that's, you know, a girl. Don't even attach, like, any sort of connotations to it. Don't say, hot girl, therefore she may be, you know, a bitch. Don't even say, hot girl. Just look and say, oh, awesome. I've got to get that. <laughs> Just no attachment to her whatsoever. Just look and go, okay? Excellent state to be in. That'll improve your little mental muscle. So listen to your core. Listen to what your core wants. I want that. Go and get it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so straight into question number three. Tim, the way you move in is very direct. How do you maintain your position as the aggressor, yet still give her the impression that you're of higher value and not chasing her? This is an awesome question because I am extremely direct. Okay, this whole flawless natural could be called a direct style method to meeting women. Basically, I don't have time to uh, mess around with anything else. So uh, (laughs) that's why I'm being so direct here and it also works to my advantage. However, how do I give her the impression that I'm not chasing her but still be direct? This is an awesome little question. And it comes down to what I call the golden rhythm. And you'll tune into this. I'm talking about this whole woo and intent thing. You need equal amounts of woo, that state, that awesome feeling inside. And you need equal amounts of intent, that core, masculine, sexual intent that just goes for what he wants. 
Okay, you need equal amounts of both. And when you combine the two, you get what I call the golden rhythm. Okay, now the golden rhythm is this. I found when talking to a girl, I'll spend about 50% of the time really like aggressive, like right up in her face, like, like uh, you know, I really like you, like right up in her face, like pulling her in, physical, things like that. I'll spend about 50% of the time doing that. And 50% of the time, I'll spend really kicked back and letting her talk and letting her fill in conversation and stuff like that. It's about a 50-50 split, okay? So I'm not being like full up all in her face, all aggressive the whole time because it's hard to kind of deal with that. I'll go right up into her face and then, uh, you know, go for a kiss or whatever. And if she pulls back, I kind of pull back a little bit. And then straight back in again, right up into her face. And then I'll kind of pull back a little bit. It's like a rhythm. It's like a dance. And these rhythms are so important to clue yourself into. It's about a 50-50 split. 50% of the time, as I say, I'll be right up in there. 50% I'll be back. That's roughly how it is. Okay? So the golden rhythm, right? Now, let's think about this on a broader scale. At 10.30, say you hit the club at 10.30 p.m., right? A girl's going to want to be pulled back to their house at 10.30. Chances are no. They just want to enjoy their night, you know, get on with it, have fun with their friends, you know, meet a cute guy, and then at the end of the night, see what happens. That's generally the frame where it's coming from. So when I say all this, like, going direct, going hard, woo, you know, I'm not meaning go 10.30, woo, straight into the club, boom, pull her out, bang, home, yay, right? And at 10.41, everything's all done. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, ten, like, view it like a rhythm on a broad scale, right? At 10.30, you may meet a girl. It's going to be a little bit more low-key. Obviously, go in, like, direct, hard, but then kick back. Be prepared to kick back for two, three, maybe even four hours throughout the night. Chat to other girls, okay? It's going to be a rhythm to the whole thing, right? Be prepared to sit back and enjoy the night as well. Here's the thing, as I say, at 10.30, girls are want to, going to want to run around, enjoy their friends, enjoy the night, dance, etc., etc. You should be prepared to do that too, okay? 50% of the time, sure, get up, get up there, go for that girl, grab her, etc., etc. But then be prepared to chill back, talk to your buddies, all that sort of stuff. So the kickback is just as important as, as going after as well. Now, when you've got that 50-50 split, you will remain higher value and not look like you're chasing too much. But however, if you go in too direct for too long, then you'll start looking like you're chasing too hard. Boom, you'll lose it. How do you calibrate this? You calibrate it out there in the field, okay? Go out, approach a couple of chicks. Get in there, go up direct, and then kick back a little. You will find your own personal little rhythm. I mean, we tailor these rhythms on boot camps, and I also go into this in massive depth through the Flawless Natural program. However, just a little piece right now, remember the 50-50 split. Another thing that relates to not looking like the chaser guy the whole time is think about talking to a girl with core congruence. Core congruence. Now, what do I mean by that? Talking with core congruence. Now, have you ever noticed sometimes when you're talking to a girl, she's talking about absolute rubbish that you absolutely do not even care about? Okay, have you noticed that? That, ha- that used to happen to me a lot. 
But what would I do? And what do most guys do? Girls like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you know what? I really love my new little hamster. My hamster's name's Harry. Harry the hamster is great. I love Harry. Now, me, I am... (laughs) I'm not really that interested in Harry the Hamster. So, if I was talking from core congruence, I'd say to her, hey, let's not talk about Harry the Hamster. We're in a club. Let's just have fun. (laughs) And I do say stuff like that quite a bit. If I wasn't talking from core congruence, which most guys do, I would say stuff like, oh, really? That's awesome. You know, my sister used to have a hamster, and I had one when I was um, four years old, and it was awesome. Yay for Harry the Hamster. Woo! Okay, so maybe you don't feel like that sometimes, right? And I'm sure you've done that before. You've talked about many Harry the Hamsters in order to, you know, push the interaction forward. But you're not communicating congruently, let's be honest. Now, the same goes for girls that are acting really weird. Like, they're they're putting on that front, like, I'm too cool for you front, okay? Tell them, right? Sometimes, it's listen to your core, guys. Your core will tell you everything. Deep down there, I'm like, this girl's acting weird. She's acting like she's too cool. So what I'll do is, boom, that'll come straight out, straight out of my mouth. There's no filters in between my core and my mouth. It just comes out. But here's the thing. It comes from a a, a pure offering value place. Deep down, my core, what I'm all about, and as you can tell, because I'm pumping out you know, material for RSD all the time. But from the core, I just love giving value, okay? That giving value concept, which you would have heard of in the blueprint. Purely giving value. Deep down, I don't see myself as a like a, a bad person. And deep down, actually, everyone is actually a good, a good person. So I'm just looking at putting that good person out there. That's all. Putting that good person out there and letting women enjoy it, right? So because I know that essentially, to the core, I'm a good person, okay? I'm just there to purely offer value. Then, girls that act weird in the club, I need to put them in check, I think, right? I'm just bouncing around, having fun, offering value to the people around me, and that can be through many ways, like high-fiving people, saying what's up, enjoying conversation, etc., etc. These are ways I can offer value. But if a girl's acting weird and all like, I'm too cool, I'm going to tell her. I'll be like, Hey, what is this I'm too cool rubbish? Let's just have fun, okay? I'll call her out on it, right? She, she deserves it usually. So I'll do things like that. I'll call them out on it. It's called talking with core congruence from an offering value place. Talking with core congruence. If she's talking about Harry the Hamsters, listen, and you don't, want it, you don't really care about it, tell her. The key is she will be able to feel, she can tell, whether you're just going along with the conversation because you want to get in her pants or not, right? So it's a good time to jump in there and say, hey, listen, you know what? Hamsters really aren't my thing. Let's talk about deluxe times. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Anyway, let's get on to the next question. Okay, the next question is this. How do you keep that level of enthusiasm and glowing personality so often? I'm a bit of a silent and reserved guy, but at times, especially in the clubs, I get that good side of me out there. Very high energy and not giving a damn. Now, sometimes I hate that I'm not speaking loudly, taking up space, and I kind of feel like I'm snapping into that fun personality. So, okay, this is a a really important question, and I get this on boot camp a lot. How do you keep that level of enthusiasm and glowing personality? 
Now that also relates to the previous question in that I'm just purely out there to offer value. Now in the Flawless Natural program, it's covered so much about this whole woo state. Woo! Okay, this is covered so much, right? And that's all about that core, deep, good feeling inside and getting that out there and using that to pull people in, that energy. Now, every single person on this planet, remember, I've taught hundreds of guys on multiple different continents and not one guy have I been able to not bring the woo out in, okay? That, what Jeffy calls nimbus, that glow, that flow state where it's like gold is coming out of your mouth. Every single guy can snap into a woo state. It's just that some are not conditioned to be in it as much as others. But you can start conditioning yourself now. How do you condition yourself to get into a woo-type state? Now remember, woo has two components, physical and mental. The mental way to get into woo. And that is constantly asking yourself, how can I make this fun? When you walk into the club, you're thinking, how can I make this fun? When you see that honey at the uh, bar ready to buy a drink and you're like, damn, I want this. The question you should be asking yourself is, how can I make this fun, right? Immediately, your mind starts opening up and getting open. Now, another effective way, a, a physical way, which is so, so, so key. One of the physical ways, your voice. Your voice is an absolute weapon when it comes to meeting and dating chicks. A weapon like a freaking samurai sword or something. It will chop down like anything in your path. It will make girls lock onto you. It's an instant attractor. When someone has like a, a voice that cuts over music, that just, you know, you know, wields like a sword, all right? And I spent a lot of time developing my voice, and you should too. Here's a way you can do it. couple of quick ways. First, you should talk from your diaphragm, not your throat. Okay, talk from down below and push more air out of your mouth, okay? Now, ways to do this. Here's, here's a little mental, mental diagram of the voice, okay? I view my voice as having like, or myself or other boot camp clients, I see them and I see they have this little internal volume knob, okay, in their mind, an internal volume knob. Now, what this internal volume knob does is it's like a acts as like a limiter. So when a guy talks, like for example, think about yourself. When you talk, do you think, oh, like is there sometimes when you think, oh, I'm talking loud right now. I'm talking really loud right now. I should turn it down, okay? An internal limiter. Now, here's the thing. In your own head, you probably think, oh, geez, I'm talking loud right now. But how do you know that the other person thinks that as well? You probably don't. The other, the other person might be struggling to actually hear you. You don't know that. A lot of guys come on boot camp and they're like, I'm shouting right now. I'm shout This is my loudest voice, right? That's the internal volume knob. That's the internal limiter thinking that he's shouting, but really everyone's just like straining to hear. Do you ever get girls saying, what, huh, I can't hear you? Then your internal volume knob is too low. Let's open it up, okay? When your internal volume knob says you're talking too loud, talk louder, okay? Talk till someone talk till someone actually tells you, damn, dude, you talk really loud. I'll be on my mobile phone walking down the street, 
okay? And people will be turning and looking like, damn, that guy talks loud. But it has people reacting to me. It has people turn instantly into spectators, into viewers of me, okay? And that is, an, that is a really important skill to have out in the field when talking to girls. You want them to instantly snap their heads and have all their attention on you. Wield that samurai sword of a voice. Now, here's a quick applicable way to wield that voice. When you're looking at a girl, okay, and you're talking to her, don't pitch your voice going to her, okay, to talk to her. So what happens is a lot of the time is you'll talk to a girl. So the vocal waves will just get to her. You talk just enough to reach her. What I suggest you do is don't talk to her. Pretend that she's standing, say, three people back behind her. So what happens is your voice will go through her, not to her. Use that with everyone. Use that with everyone you talk to. Start practicing now. Talk through people, not to people. Once you start conditioning yourself to do this, this, the voice is so effective, it's like this instant pump up. As soon as you start talking loudly, all right, try it now. If you're in the room, okay, and there's no one else around, or even if there is anyone around, who cares? Start start doing a few woos. Start going, woo, right? Start, start doing a couple of woos, if you can. I know it sounds really weird and really silly, but do a couple of woos for me, all right? Ready? One, two, three. Woo! Okay, another one. One, two, three. Okay, that's good. All right, so when you start using your voice like that, it starts making you feel a little bit better. Your brain starts turning on. You start getting into that woo state that I talk about, right? So the mere fact that you talk through people, not to them, will start opening up that enthusiasm and that glowing personality, okay? It'll start opening up. People will start reacting to you a lot differently. Your voice is a samurai sword weapon. Okay, awesome stuff, guys. On to the next question. All right, so next question. I hear a lot about how you shouldn't lean in, compliment a girl, and you shouldn't talk about this or that, etc. I'd like to have the wheat separated from the chaff here. What should you absolutely not do with a girl, and what should you absolutely do with a girl? There's many times that I've found myself going, Oh, should I say this? Or, oh, should I not say this? Etc, etc. What should I definitely say? And what should I definitely not say? Or do? Alright, so this is an awesome question that I get all the time. Should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? Should I lean in? Should I talk over my shoulder? Should I do X, Y, Z? Now listen, have I complimented a girl and got with her? Yes. Have I gone in super weird and then recovered and got in her? <laughs> Yes. Have I, um, you know, leaned in to a girl and gotten her? Yes. Now, what is this all dependent upon? Listen, I hate having super strict rules to follow. Now, the flawless natural method, the flawless natural method was built as like a framework to make your core personality jump out. Okay, it's like a framework. All I, like, I give these little pieces and examples of material that are born out of those pieces, okay? Stuff like woo, intent, bubble of love, and for the win. These are some of the concepts that are in this whole flawless natural thing. Now, as I say, have I complimented a girl? Yes. Have I leaned in? Yes. You can literally do anything 
and end up with a girl. But it has to come from the right internal place. And what I've discovered in five years or so of teaching, and even more than that, six or seven years of learning about dating and attracting girls, and having adventures all over the world with all sorts of types of girls, is it needs to come from the right internal place, from the core, okay? And as I say, when you see that girl that you want, inside it should move you on some level, right? When you see that absolute glorious honey, it should move you on some level, okay? That's the core they're talking. And we I've talked about this all the time, but... We cover this in depth in the Flawless Natural Program. However, the right internal place, okay? You need to balance, okay? You need to balance the woo, the fun inside, the awesome party feeling, okay? That moves you, moves your body, makes you feel alive. You need to balance that woo with that core masculine sexual intent. It's a balance. And when you balance the two, that is all you need to concern yourself with. If my woo and intent is balanced, I can go in and spin around like a cyclone and the girl will open up. I can uh, go and lean in to the girl super weird and not even say anything and she will crack up laughing. I'm sure you've had instances with this. I'm sure you've definitely had instances with this where you've done something super you know, silly or stuff that might be perceived as you know, uh, bad in pickup terminology, but you've done it and you've got away with it because you've had that right balance of woo and intent. So the balance is all you should concern yourself with, the balance of woo and intent. Now, when did I find this out? I found this out super, super early in this whole uh, coaching, dating and success with women thing. What would happen is I get guys on these programs and I teach these types of concepts and they'd go out and they'd be with me and they'd pull girls and, you know, they might even get laid that night and they'd come back the next day and they'd be kind of sad. And I'd look at them, I'm like, awesome, man, you went and enjoyed that girl. I'm sure she enjoyed you as well. And they're like, yeah, you know, we, uh, we had sex, we hooked up and, you know, she was really hot. And I'm like, awesome, dude, this is great. Um, but why are you sad? And he's like, Tim... Tim, I, uh, I didn't use any game. I didn't, you know, I, my back turn, I didn't do a good back turn. And, you know, I didn't, oh man, I just didn't use any of the, any of the lines that you gave me or anything. I didn't use any game. And I went, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Listen, you just got the girl. Holy shit. This is awesome, right? Now let's see if we can do this consistently. Let's build on those awesome things that you did. You had the right balance of your internal state. It was awesome. You were jumping around with me. We were having fun. We were enjoying ourselves. And you had the right amount of intent. You really wanted her, right? He's like, yeah, when I was right up close to her, I couldn't think of anything else but taking her to the bedroom. And that's what ended up happening. So you can literally get away with, you know, absolutely anything. And the beauty of this is you open yourself right up. You let your mind become flawless. What do I mean by flawless mind? When you've got that flawless mind, it's like it's like just everywhere, 
okay? At one minute, you could be over here chatting to your buddies like, yeah, what's going on? And you're fully present in the moment. Then you turn around, oh, cute girl, boom, get cute girl. Oh, she's awesome. Oh, she doesn't want to talk to me. Oh, well, boom, next cute girl, right? The mind is just everywhere. It's flawless. It's doing anything. And when you open yourself up to that flawless mind, okay, the mind that's outside its head, not inside, not inside your head, all analyzing. Who analyzes too much when they're out in the club? They're thinking, oh, this approach, I shouldn't lean in here. I should do this. That will kill your creativity, your fun, your woo, the stuff that the juice and the joy of life, the stuff that gets you motivated. It'll put all of that into a little box and the little box will go into the sea. I don't know. I don't know how to describe this. Listen, the, uh, the way to really be creative and really you know, overcome obstacles and really like get the women that you want is to open up yourself, open up the creativity. Don't give yourself so many rules. All right, awesome. So next question. Okay, so this question is very, very important to me. Hey Tim, I think you should clarify what you mean by loving women. I think for many men, it's purely at a sexual level. But I think what you mean, loving women, you mean it on all dimensions. We love them for the sex, of course, the appeal of boobs and ass, but also truly loving women to me includes loving their femininity in general or even their emotional nature at times. In other words, loving women like Juan DeMarco and not some pervert. This is real. He's pretty much nailed the question on the head here. Absolute core love of women is the very root of everything that is flawless natural. A wonderful, like, listen, these are the, women give us the motivation to step up in life. They really do. They drive us. Um, that feminine energy is so, so amazing. And when you start hooking up with multiple girls and like lots of different girls and stuff like that the true enjoyment just fuels your life and just success in other areas when i think about it i think about a love for women as unshakable for me when i see an absolutely gorgeous girl sometimes i'll just like be stunned i'll just be like oh god this is so awesome and i allow myself to feel that without the regular noise without the noise of like oh you should approach her or you suck or, oh, this is, you know, how would I game her? I just allow myself to look look and enjoy and just really, really in like, like just love what I see in front of me, okay? And that really does fuel my approach. The key is though, the girl can feel that enjoyment with every single approach that I do. I will not have a good approach unless I'm truly enjoying the girl in front of me. How many times have you approached a girl in order to like play the game or, you know, have other motives in mind or like just, it's not in your mind to actually just be really enjoying the, the woman on like a deep emotional level. Okay. How many times have you done that where it's just surface? It's like, well, I've got to get this girl. So my buddies think I'm cool or I've got to get this girl. So I can think I'm cool. Right? When it's on surface level like that, the girl will be able to feel it through all your communications, no matter what money lines you have, no matter how good your body language is, the girl will still be able to feel that something is awry. So I really love this question, and I want you to think of this little analogy that I teach on the Flawless Natural Program. 
The analogy is called the house builder. <laughs> okay, the house builder. Now think of this. Look at the room you're in right now, listening to this phone call. Look at the room. This room was built by men, the hands of men. And like our brothers, we have all the same biology in us. We want to get women, basically, right? That's built into us. It's ingrained in us. Now, as men, we have other things ingrained into us. So say you were to go build a house. You're now a house builder. If you were standing there building your house and all of a sudden a gust of wind come along and blew one side of your house down, what would you do? Would you A, go and pick that side of the wall up and hammer it back in and then get to finishing your house? Or would you B, go, oh, the side of the wall of my house is blown down. Oh, well, no more house, gone, right? And walk away from it, half built. I feel like a lot of guys keep that end goal out of their mind, right? That, that goal of like, the girl in the bedroom at the end of the night. It's kept out of their mind when they're talking to them. So like the house builder, he has in his mind the vision of the built house, right? So if a bit of wind comes along and blows the side down, he just gets back up and immediately fixes it because he wants that house built. He has the vision of the final house built in his mind. So just like picking up chicks, picture that final moment with her, okay? When she's in your bedroom, or when you're hooking up, okay? Um, really picture that vividly and use that to move you. That is the love right there. So little things will happen. The wind will blow some of your house down, meaning that she will react to you in unfavorable ways sometimes. Like she'll give you bullshit. Like, no, I don't want to talk to you right now. So if a girl says to me, no, I don't want to talk to you right now, do I leave the house unfinished? No, I'm after it. I'm like, oh, really? Why not? Anyway, bang, straight into something else, okay? I will make it work. The house will be built, and that's how you should approach it too. Now, uh, that comes into that whole loving of women. Picture you finally hooking up with her and getting her, okay? Awesome stuff, awesome question.